Hello everyone, welcome to All About Nigeria, a podcast where our host talks about Nigeria's history, politics, infrastructure, and a whole range of other topics. We would love to hear your views about all the things we talk about, so join us on Twitter at All About Nigeria. Thank you for listening. Hello, and um, once again, I welcome you to the podcast. It's all about Nigeria. We are continuing the series that we started a while ago on the leaders of the First Republic. And today I'm going to be talking about um, Chief Jeremiah Oyeniyi of Bafemi Awolowo. Chief Obafemi Awolowo was the premier, first premier of the Western Nigeria and the leader of the opposition parliament in Nigeria from 1960 to 1963. He was also one of the founding fathers of the action group of that era and later for the Second Republic um, electoral period he was the founder of the Unity Party of Nigeria, UPN. Um, just to reiterate again, the reason for all this is to let um, the youths know a little bit of the history of Nigeria and the stature of the shapers of our history. And also to emphasize that Nigeria was one Nigeria was not an accident, and Nigeria will remain one if we can all walk towards that unity that we had at the beginning, unity of purpose and unity of commitment to Nigeria. Chief Obafemi Awolo was a Yoruba man. He was born on the 6th of March, 1909, in Ikene, in Ogun State. His tenure as the premier of the Western Nigeria was from October 1959 to October 1960, as we can see just barely a year. He he also was one of the people who really, really shaped quite a lot of the policies of the Western Nigeria and the development of the Western Nigeria. Chief Obafe Meolo was, was born to Chief David Awolo and his wife Mary Efunyela, Awolowo in Ikene, Remo, Ogo State. He started his elementary school in Ikene at the Church Missionary Society and Wesleyan School, who had to stop temporarily in 1916 at the age of seven when his father died. He later attended Imo, Imo Methodist School in Abeokuta at the age of 16 and then returned to the Wesley College where he was trained as a teacher. He studied and taught stenography at the same time. Again, just in comparison to the biography we did earlier on of um, Chief Dr. Namdi Azikwe, we can see that Chief Obafe Meawolo also had to study and work during the time of his education. Just the same way most people in those days had to take breaks from their study to work, to earn a living so that they could return to their study. 
the good thing about all of them is that they always returned to the study. They always knew that adversity in life could have brought them to a stage where they had to stop and gather themselves together, get some money and return to their study. So which should purpose? Chief Awolowo worked as a newspaper reporter and he served as secretary to the Motor Transporters and Produce Traders Association. In 1944, Awolowo obtained the Bachelor of Commerce degree in Nigeria and later attended the London School of Economics in the United Kingdom where he studied law. In the olden days, it was possible to read by um, what was what is now known as a distance learning. But at that time, there were agencies that undertook the um, uh, examination of courses that were held in England, leading to certification in Nigeria, which was what Chief Awolowo did by obtaining the Bachelor of Commerce here in Nigeria. When he was in London School of Economics, he studied British colonial policy, and his interest in po politics became really, really kindled. He wrote this in his book, Path to Nigerian Freedom, in 1947. He was called to the Inner Temple Bar in 1947. The Inner Temple Bar is one of the about four temples that um, you had to be registered with as a lawyer. It's equivalent to what we have in Nigeria with our Nigerian law school, where everybody had to attend a law school. But the inner temple in England, it's like a pupillage. You are attached when you qualify in university and graduate with a degree in law. You still have to take the professional qualifying exams. And the inner temples were places where lawyers could undergo pupillage, where they would gain enough experience to be able to be presented for the bar exams. But here in Nigeria, the period of pupillage is just undertaken during the time of the law school where law students go on attachment and then they, they take their exams in the Nigerian law school. So Chief Awolo was called to the Inner Temple Bar in 1947. He founded the Egbe Omo Odudua in England in 1949 to unite Yorubas. And in the same year, he established the Tribune newspapers to publicize the Egbe Omo Ututua movement. In 1950, he launched the Action Group as the political wing of the Egbe Omo Ututua. Now, when we take a look at this, some people might be tempted to say that Chief Awolowo was a regional-minded thinker. Yes, Chief Awolowo believed in the strength of the regions. He believed that ultimately you started from somewhere, you solidified your base, but he never at any time wanted the Egbe Omo Odutua to translate into a separate country. He just felt that regions should be able to develop and be strong so as to be able to contribute to the nation in a positive manner. He was the first indigenous premier of the Western region, just like I've said. He was also appointed leader of the opposition, as I have said, at the federal parliament under the Tafa Balewa Northern People's Congress-led government between 1960 to 1963. At that time, Samuel Ladoke Akitola 
we will come to talk about him later, succeeded Chifo Awolowo as premier of the Western region. These two key actors in the region became embroiled in a power tussle, which eventually led to the instability and insecurity of the Western region in the 60s. Chief Awolowo, in 1964, he was jailed, charged and jailed for treason after a judicial trial that perhaps um, a lot of people thought was politically motivated and that um, a lot of people felt the judgment lacked credibility in view of many people who had made so much, many comments about it. But he was now released from prison after he received an official pardon from General Yakubu Gowan. We will see also that the question of general pardons is um, a recurrent theme in the Nigerian history. Chief Odumegu Ojuku also received a pardon after the Biafran War. And um, I believe that um, Alama Sierra, the governor of the then Bayelsa Street, was also pardoned by President Goodluck Jonathan. So the issue of um, pardoning and the rest of it is not new. Awolowo was pardoned by Chief General Yakubu Gowon, who was um, at that time the young military administrator of Nigeria. He was after that appointed as the Federal Commissioner for Finance by General Yakubu Gowon and was a most valued advisor to the Nigerian government in the prosecution of the Nigerian Civil War. Now, this again is interesting because um, in Nigeria nowadays, we always say that we need square pegs in uh, square holes and round pegs in rare holes. But as we can see, Chief Awolowo was a lawyer, although he actually did have a degree in commerce, but he became the federal minister of finance. So we shouldn't all just get carried away by when we hear that somebody, for example, Fashola, who is a lawyer, was made the Minister of um, Power, Works and Housing. And there were so many commentaries on it as how can a lawyer understand engineering? How can a lawyer understand um, power? As we can see, lawyers and other professions who are put in other places can actually do a good job. Chief Awolowo founded the Unity Party of Nigeria in 1978 when Nigeria was set for the Second Republic and he became the presidential candidate of the party. He contested and he lost the presidential election to Alaji Shilshagari, who was then of the National Party of Nigeria. This was in 1979. Of course, Chief Awolowo contested the validity of the results of the polls in court and the spillover from that um, court matter was a controversial decision of the Supreme Court, which declared that Alaji Shewu Shagari won the election by securing the popular votes in 12 states and two thirds of the 13th state, meaning that he won 12 two thirds states. Now, there was a lot of um, controversy about this because the logic and opinion subscribed to by many mathematical experts was that two-thirds of the states of the Federation of Nigeria 
at that time should have been 13 states. Had this reason, reasoning been upheld, the two leading candidates, Awolo and Shagari, would have had to take their chances at the Electoral College, where they would have had to build consensus to win majority of the Federal Houses of Assembly. So the 12 to third issue is still one of the raging controversies in Nigeria and is not very likely to go away for a long while, but it's now part of our history. Again, in 1983, Chief Awulowo contested and he lost again to Alaji Shagari and he immediately thereafter retired from politics. It did seem, or it does seem now, that his decision to retire at that time was quite right because elections were not held in Nigeria for a long time thereafter, and definitely not while he was still alive. In 1983, barely three months into the second term of Alaji Shewishagari, there was a military coup which brought in the regime of our current president, General Buhari and Idiagmo as his deputy. Chief Awolowo died in his hometown in Ikene on the 9th of May, 1987. He's often regarded as the best president Nigeria never had. In presenting to you, Chief Obafemi Awolowo, one of the themes that I want to continue to emphasize on is the stature of the people that were our leaders what they believed in, their values, their strength that they brought into the country and into power. They were disciplined, they were principled, they were go-getters. They had Nigeria as a focus. They wanted the development of Nigeria. They wanted the white people out and they wanted to take charge and take control of Nigeria. Such dedication is what we are asking from the leaders that we now have that it should always be about Nigeria. And again, I urge the youths now to have a change of orientation. Reorientate yourself and say it is all about Nigeria. My place in Nigeria, what I'm going to do to make this nation great. It's not about me, it's about Nigeria. Thank you very much for listening.